Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you ever find things from the start of lockdown and you're like, what was that about? Such as? Like things that you bought, like I'm currently staring at three cookbooks here. <laughs> I was wondering about all the cookbooks. Yeah. I thought what? I was going to be a bake master. Okay. I thought I was going to be really skinny. Okay. And then I just, you know, had to support Gina and Carol, you know, from the Daily Dish. So I just, I had to do all three, really. <laughs> You're going to be Donald skiing slash... So, really good at baking. Like Mary uh, Berry. Mary Berry. Um, or Paul Hollywood, is that? He's more, of a, he's more of a bread man. He's a, yeah, okay. Yeah, more bread. Um, so I thought it was going to be Mary Berry. Mm-hmm. Um, really thin. Uh, Kate Moss Kate Moss Mm -hmm. a little bit of her yeah Um, and then uh, just I don't know popular influencer book (laughs) so Slimming World featuring Skinny featuring Kate (laughs) so Mary Kate Connolly yeah that's who you were yeah I mean it's not impossible well it (laughs) (laughs) a year and a half later yeah very welcome along to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. My name is John. And my name is Carla. And we are Jen and Carla. we are Jen and Carla. Hello, hello to everybody who joined our Patreon. Hey. That was um. Yo, what the fuck is up? There's like 125 new fucking people. What's going on? Those are bastards, yeah. Because we had Lindsay on. Yeah, we had Lindsay from Eight Girls on. Um, two and a half hour episode. Two and a half hour episode. The juice. Of crack. The juice. Yes. Uh, you can. The description of this podcast will have all the links in it, so you can just tap away. Tap, 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 tap away. away. What you get for that is you get an additional five episodes. Mm-hmm. Girly swirlies. Um, five episodes a month. You get um, four reg- like regular regular schmegular ones on a Monday, and then you get a uh, lovely guest episode. A guest. I like it. Guest episode, yeah. And we've had some sexy welcome guests. Do you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about this in the shower and not in a sexual way. God bless him. Uh, the Killian episode, Killian Sunderman. Oh, we did not promote that enough. We didn't promote it at all, I don't think, Jen. I think that was uh, through my depression phase, so. <laughs> yeah, I think same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and you I had did. a very bad run. Yeah. 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 We both did. We really <laughs> so did, well. yeah, this year. People yeah. are like, where are you on Instagram? And I'm like... Oh, I know, same, yeah. Yeah, don't know what to tell you. I have, like, a Circle K voucher that I have to give away. I completely fucking forgot, to be honest. <laughs> Yikes. And I, I still have the question box there. I know, like, I, I can do it. Yeah, still. but it's just, you know, when you forget about these things. If I've done that, 
by the time you're hearing this episode, things are good. <laughs> things have gotten okay. <laughs> things have gotten better um for me i just it's all just not really happening for me like i just haven't settled really with the new setup and the gaff and no because i don't really have like i have a full fucking studio here mm. you don't want to like i know my dad lives close but you don't really want to be Intrude. like oh i'll be back in an hour and a half i'm just floating to my dad yeah i suppose i should do that more I should actually just do that more. I should pull my finger out. But it's a bit weird because beforehand you'd just be like, yeah, I have a half an hour now, float down to the studio, film a bit, a bit of stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not the person I was last year. Yeah, I guess. Not the person I was last year. That's... Um, I never even... Yeah, I mm-hmm. suppose I've, I've been um, too wrapped up in my own turmoil to notice yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been putting as many makeup videos. Makeup. I um, haven't been doing fuck all, but I, I promised myself now... Things will only get better. Yeah, the only way is that. No, I have to be out of this funk now, but by the time the cold weather hits her, I can't. Yeah. It's going to be woof. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be woof. Yeah, enough about our depressive states, I think. Enough about my mental health. <laughs> Let's talk about yours. <laughs> Let's talk about your dreams. Let's talk about your dreams. Have you had any family feuds of your own? Like, it's a bit of a... I feel like mine are weak compared to some of the listeners' stories. Do you know what I, I mean? just saw the top of some of their yeah. messages and I'm like... I love the people that were like, I've been waiting for this yeah. one. Yeah. Like, the ones that are coming in, like, part three. So then my uncle... Yeah, you're like, like oh, God. Oh, shit the bed. Um, I'm trying to think, like, with my sister, it's like sister drama, isn't ah, it? that's sibling rivalry. That's completely different. We've never had, like... We've had large falling outs where we haven't like spoken for a month, but they've generally been over for yeah. like stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think I'm stubborn, introducing my sister, do you know, right, okay. yeah. Um, and then like with my mum, would you call it a feud, or would I you just like call it like feuds are when families don't speak? Yeah, like I mean, there's for been years. periods of time where I haven't like spoken to my mum. Okay. Like six months, kind of nearly oh, wow, to a that's year. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I haven't been involved in any, but then I'm the type of. I feel like. I would be the one who would be just like, "Come on, we just fucking nip this." I couldn't be arsed with the stress of knowing that that. You know the way we yeah. were speaking the other week about toxic friendships and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes how when you. It's nearly more gut wrenching when you're when you have a fallen out with a friend yeah. rather than like your other half because you kind yeah. of take it for granted that you're going to be okay with your yeah other you're going to be fine unless yeah. it's a huge thing, but when it's a friend it's always that niggle in the back of you. I yeah. do the same in a family member, so I'm just like let's try and let's let's squash it. And sometimes you're dealing with stubborn people and it's like fucking infuriating trying to get them to come around to your level, but it's just like now let's squash this. Yeah. I'm not I'm not doing this. Yeah, like I go the opposite way, so I ghost. You go, you're yeah. the stubborn one. Yeah. I would. I hate to be related to you. <laughs> no, I'm really joking. No, but I can't with the stubborn people when I'm just trying to, like, move on. I can't deal with it. I am a forgiver. I will say, like, I'm a forgiver, but I think this is the problem. I, like, let people away with too much until it gets too much. And then, and then I'm like, you're... I'm gone. Right, like, okay. God bless you've so had seven strikes so now. it's already gone to a point where it's yeah it's kind of gone not, yeah. you're not stubborn then you've just it's it's a build up yeah it's kind of but like I, I suppose my own 
I'm quite a communicate communicative person. Yeah. But when it comes sometimes sometimes I just I don't I don't have the headspace like I can't deal with your trauma as well as yeah. everything else that I have going on. Do mm-hmm. you get me? Like I hate being like I'm busy, but I I genuinely am incredibly busy and I don't have like I don't have the time anymore to be accepting shite. Mm-hmm. Like maybe a couple of years ago, maybe when I had a different job, maybe when I wasn't doing this as well and my own Instagram and all the other shit that I take on, maybe I would have time for it, but I, I just genuinely don't. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I I think almost in a way, being being so active and like, lol active, that makes it sound like I'm a gym goer. But see, being <laughs> so like busy, yeah. I, hate, I hate saying that, but like being having a lot of things on all the time has allowed me to almost have to build that kind of like that uh, separation. Do you know what I mean? That it's made me kind of be like, no, we have to take a step back now because um, I, I can't, I physically can't give this headspace right now. Do you yeah. know? So in a way it's made me better, but in a way it's made me worse. Okay. Because yeah. it gives me an excuse to be like, I'm not dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? I gotcha. Yeah. In terms of what, like, in the... Like, you're just not listening to people. What, what do you mean by that? Like, what part? <laughs> you don't have to what time part, or space for what regarding other people's. Well, it's like, like, I'm. If someone does something to me, right? I. Sometimes I'm like, I just don't have time to actually, like, rework through that shit now. Oh, so if you have a fight, like... You're yeah, just so not it's de- like, okay, I'm just right. not dealing with you at this point in time. Like, it's just not a thing, like... Yeah. Either apologise and we can move on, or... Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you're not going to acknowledge it, then I'm not going to acknowledge you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the Cut the cord. Cut the cord, yeah. Um, my 30s have taught me that. Okay, right. Yeah, so... I like your power. Hmm? I like your power. Yeah, I got... Do you know what it was? One of my one of my um, best friends lives in Cork and she's just the best. She's just... Everyone that meets her loves her because she's just Yvonne. She's just the best. Mm-hmm. Um, And she was very much kind of like, okay, so at what point are you going to start like actually not dealing with these things? Yeah. Because it builds to your anxiety. Like, when are you going to actually start cutting people off? Why are you giving so much of yourself to people? And mm-hmm. I was like, right, yeah. So that she kind of started that off for me where like she actually made me realise a few things. There was like um, a situation where I was having with a friend and it was just getting too intense for me. It was like they just wouldn't let me, they wouldn't let me distance. Okay. (laughs) They just wouldn't Mm -hmm. let me distance. Um, Which is tough for me because I need a bit of distance sometimes. I feel like you know a lot of people though. Me? Yeah, I have have two. Yeah, you have a tight little circle. I have too much... um, to and fro. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because like, even when we're talking about friendships and stuff mm. like that, like you have a big friend group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a big friend group. Well, I had a big friend group. Um, I have individual friends, kind of people that don't really, like I've lots yeah. of different random like tap in things. Um, but when it comes to family, I'm very much of the opinion. I always have been. And I don't know. I think it's because my mom, my mom raised me to be incredibly, I'm like, you made me this way. So don't be. Yeah. <laughs> you made me this way. Um, I'm incredibly lucky with my mom. She raised me to be incredibly independent and she raised me to be a certain kind of like, a a certain kind of like, uh, the the way that I handle things and stuff like that. She's kind of built me up that way. But what I have learned is that if your family, you don't get a free pass. 
Okay. You know? Explain. So, you know the way there's all this blood is thicker than water? Mm-hmm. Not the phrase, by the way. I think we've spoken about this before. So it's um, the blood of... Uh, the blood of the, or sorry, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb is actually okay. Uh, the full thing. And it was like a war saying where it was like, basically, the you the blood of the people that you're fighting with is better than the, the people that you're related. I don't know. <laughs> Something oh, along those okay. lines. Yeah. So people take it out because they're always like, blood is thicker than water. I'm like, actually, <laughs> not what that means. Yeah. It's actually in the opposite. It's basically saying that. I think they're more so talking about the consistency of the fluid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's also like that's not what it mean, basically well, means like, and ickier and ickier yeah. like metal <laughs> a couple of things there but it was also like your brothers in, in war are more important than your oh no no yeah that's what it, that's the phrase like a bros before a hole type of thing like a, your soldiers are your family now because you're actually your life's on the line that's so don't sad. be doing shit for your mm. people in the bleeding womb do you know what I mean um I might actually look that up now to explain that correctly but that's that's what I picked up from it because I remember we did an episode on like phrases no but we should yeah um, I, thought, I thought we did no no did I do this on some other podcast well maybe you did cheater weird <laughs> weird <laughs> fucking weird <laughs> weird of me uh, but yeah I'm very much I've said this lots of times we did this in the, the toxic friendships and blah 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 but uh, I'm very much of the opinion it doesn't matter if you're a shit you're a shit mm-hmm. um, I don't care if you're my bro my my mom, my dad my sister whatever like if you're a toxic person you're a toxic person mm-hmm. and that's just the end of that Okay. Do you know? I was saying how hard it would be to cut out family if they were, you know what I mean? Because mm. that's the advice. <laughs> if somebody around you is really toxic, is to cut them off. And it's yeah, like, it's hard to cut off family, but it can family. be done. Mm. But it can be done if I you mean, really like, try. Like, say, for instance, and Kim, I know you're listening, won't be cutting you off or anything like that. I'm just using it as an example. Say, like, I couldn't stand Kim, right? <laughs> she, mm-hmm. She's up me mass every day. Do you know, like, how do I... How do I cut her off? No, that's like, look, that's fair. Like any time that me and my sister have been fighting, it's been awkward because we live in the same house. And I'm yeah. like, hey, Ray. <laughs> do you want to come watch TV with me? Oh, no? Stop. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, exactly. So you're like, lol. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. The meaning of the saying is actually the opposite. I'm looking this okay. up now. This So blood is thicker than water so we use it blood is thicker than water is a phrase that we use to justify choosing family bonds over the bonds that we have made by choice so for instance I know your friends have been planning this day for weeks but your cousin's birthday blood, th- blood is thicker than water what it actually means the actual saying is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb the meaning of the saying is actually the opposite of the way that we use it told you mm. nobody even everyone listening to this is like we don't care didn't ask. <laughs> yeah, didn't ask don't care the saying actually means that the bonds that you've made by choice are more important than the people that you are bound to by the water of the womb okay there you go and you know you see those phrases and it's like my family you mean the family I chose myself aka my friends yeah, uh, Vin Diesel <laughs> Vin Diesel yeah <laughs> yo family uh <laughs> saying reflects the fact that the bonds you choose for yourself can mean much more than the ones that you don't have any say in yeah you do hear that a lot as well and that's what I mean with this blood is thicker than water and I, I every time people say it I'm like that's not the phrase oh I you, you schooled me because mm-hmm. I would have kept going around and saying no I thought it was a soldier's piece lol 
I'm sure I've seen it in that context before okay. where I think armies might have used it for like the brainwashing kind of gig. Mm-hmm. But that is the phrase. That is the phrase. So okay. if you're saying blood is thicker than water, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll see it in the DMs now where people are going to be like, oh, you know, and I'll be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But look, I think uh, a feud is... I feel like a feud tough. is kind of feels like a fight over land. Do you know yeah, what I mean? it does. It's, it's, like, it's like, oh, I'm only getting an eight. <laughs> yeah. I want the raw frontage. That kind of like, yeah. that thing. Um, I suppose I've only really experienced one feud mm-hmm. in my family. Uh, a brother and a sister on my mum's side. And it was more so a fight over... It was my auntie's son and he was like getting into trouble and stuff like that. And her brother decided, like he, he mm-hmm. had no dad. He wasn't, there was no yeah. kind of male figure. My granddad died and whatever. Um, and he was like, he was trying to teach him how to be, like not go down the wrong path. But mm-hmm. I suppose he did it in a quite an aggressive way. Mm-hmm. In that, and like, I mean, he's a fucker. Like he used to give me deadeners when I was, and I was a tiny little thing. Do you know what I mean? Like he was just rough. Yeah. Um, rough but, like, but like grand, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't abusive. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's a difference. But he, I suppose he probably took a bit too far for somebody who wasn't his kid. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, she didn't approve. Now, Bianchi was quite a stubborn person. Anyway, mm-hmm. so like you could literally kind of look at her wrong and you'd be oh you'd be on the bad books so yeah. this Fuck. definitely didn't help yeah. but they didn't talk for years they didn't talk from when he was young young enough mm-hmm. and to be fair like he's still not on the right path like mm-hmm. the, you know mm-hmm. the, like none of the family really talked to him um, but she then died like years later and never spoke they never spoke Aww. until before she died do you know what I mean so that's and I just feel sorry for me uncle because he never really got that like to say goodbye or no, yeah. nobody got to say goodbye her death was very unexpected but it was like it was just I don't know just the, feels weird there is a bit of that there is a bit of that to everything isn't it mm-hmm. where it's like you know can't let feuds go on at the end of the day this is this and mm-hmm. that is that and whatever else like that and I do get that I do accept that I would feel terribly terribly sad if I was in an argument I think it can be tough with more than three siblings oh, yeah. like that's when you really get like the drams yeah. where it's like you know one brother and sister are fighting with the other two sisters because do you know or like yeah. they're all fighting with one or that's when you really see the dynamics kind of mm-hmm. shift all the time and I've noticed that with um anyone that I know that has like those larger families there's always seems and there's like you're like oh drama yeah when there's a lot of siblings that are kind mm-hmm. of around the same age and have completely different paths in life mm-hmm. yeah yeah never really yeah kind of good but then like so you have me my mom's side of the family now like there, there was six I could be wrong could be seven I can't calculate at the moment but there was around that in the siblings and they were all completely different one moved to Canada one mm-hmm. divorced one you know like it was all different kind of things and you would kind of hear of the spats do you know like mm-hmm. the fights and stuff like that but nothing really ever it, it was literally only that, that situation that mm-hmm. went on for as long as it did and then it ended obviously with her mm-hmm. um, but my dad's side absolutely not oh yeah my dad's side like no, absolutely not no quiet they are there's four of them yeah well, there was. There's three now. Mm-hmm. Um, quiet. Yeah. My mum is one of six. Hold on, let me see. One of six. One of six or one of five? Five girls, one guy. Six. One of six. Okay. There's always drums. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
stunning yeah. but that's what I mean I always feel like that. Like dad sides yeah it's, I don't know if it's because they don't really get maybe they don't get involved, involved. in the drama because they're men <laughs> maybe his sisters have something different but then I always hear like I, that court case was going on at the moment wasn't it the, the people in Cork the murder oh, suicide God. horrific mm. and that was a son and a brother a son and a dad against the mum and the brother About a land yeah. of all fucking things why I didn't under like obviously mental illness and all that other stuff but one big thing I'm just kind of like so you're fighting over the land because you wanted the land so then you killed him then you killed yourselves Conf- yeah confusing I but reading I read the the thing and I was like this is this is this is tragic this is so mm-hmm. fucking tragic and then god bless um, she passed away the mum oh, no. yeah because she had um, it all started when she became uh, terminally ill oh that's right yeah oh god yeah tragic absolutely tragic I feel like a lot of feuds are over land because I know of a family like a girl that I used to work with she was coming in and like she, not even like, that far out she, like, she lived in Mead it was literally on the border but it was like she had this house in her mm. family for years and it was passed down and then her and her brother was were both around the same age and they were getting houses at the same time mm. and you know the the mom kind of built a house on her land for the son but didn't do it for the daughter because the daughter was getting the land and you know all this and she was just like and my fucking brother was getting and I was kind of going oh this is oh mm, okay this is I don't really yeah <laughs> why are you fucking your brother off like so my um my dad's parents both passed away and that was probably the most amicable splitting of the assets yeah in that I've ever seen mm-hmm. there was no there was no like it, there was no issues yeah. do you get me like it was a very very um there was issue there was a couple of things at the start just when my auntie but then unfortunately my auntie passed away so that was that was that was yeah. kind of issues but otherwise it was very like Mm-hmm. It, from my opinion from what I've heard and you're right I know three people at the moment who are fighting over either house land or like shares in a yeah. you know family kind of in a, in a property kind of gig no I think what it is as well is that people just kind of get to a point where it's like from what I viewed is people get mad fucking territorial and also of their relationship with the with the parent or with the inherited inherited person mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend, um, she lives in the UK now, but her, she had no relationship with her dad. Her dad basically bounced, was like, peace, God mm-hmm. bless. But she had, she went and um, had a relationship with her granny, his mum. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lived in the country, I can't remember what county, let's just say Mayo. And uh, she one day just decided, one day her and her friend just drove down to Mayo, found the gran, and then she had a lovely relationship and the gran passed away like three years later but they had a gorgeous relationship at the end it took her a while to find her because she knew kind of like the, the dad was literally like Poise. um, and then the nan left everything to her and guess who comes rocking back around the dad yep oh wow and like she was very young at the time tried to get her to sign a lot of stuff thank god she brought it home to her mum and her mum was like he's about to rinse you off like fucking like half a million here essentially because it was like land and everything mm-hmm. you know there was a lot there but um that that's what I mean it was almost like and then I I think they, her and the dad were kind of going back and forth and the dad was like you know you've only had a relationship with her for the past three years and she was like but you've had a relationship with her for whatever amount of time and she didn't leave shit to you so what happened there yeah yeah why didn't she leave anything to you if you were so fucking twite mm. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> she said, like a tiger. <laughs> See, that's the problem as well, isn't it? Like, you have mm-hmm. those fuckers that would piss off and mm-hmm. not see somebody for years, but then they just have that entitlement. And he tried, sorry, another, he tried to do this thing where he was like, don't worry, you sign this and I'll give you like a grand a month. So it's like, I'll give you, like, I'll control it. Don't worry, chick. Like, I'll... <laughs> You know, this kind of like, don't worry, I'll I'll sort you out. Like, all right. Have you ever watched The Founder? Have you watched The Founder? Have you watched Harry Potter with the fucking invisibility cloak? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what's going on there. Yeah. All right, Harry. All right, Harry. Um, for the grand if you watch The Founder, uh, it's very good, actually. It's about your man who, uh, it's about the founders of McDonald's and then what oh. happened to them, they get fucked over. It's actually a very good movie. Okay. Um, but in it, it's like, oh, we'll do a handshake on the shares. And it was very much like, don't worry, we'll do a handshake on the... Sounds like you. Yeah, so she was she was clever. She actually got a solicitor and everything else like that. And she got, like, the age of 21, 22. Good yeah. on her. Good woman. Yeah, but she... um good, good for her. But that's what I mean. There is... I feel like it's almost like the relationship always gets thrown in there somewhere. It's like, well, I was actually closer to Auntie May than you were. Yeah. Well, why is Auntie May making me, mm-hmm. you know... The successor. The successor. Yeah. Why is Auntie May giving me the farm, then? <laughs> All you got was a couple of goats and two chickens. <laughs> shit one for you yeah, yeah I think well my grandparents and stuff like that it was just kind of whoever was living because it was just always the unfortunate turn of events that when my grandparents passed away one of me mum or dad's siblings were living in the house oh. so the house was to stay le- with them, with them until, until they, they somewhere yeah. or passed away um, that's so what happened with my auntie That well it happened with my auntie as well mm-hmm. so that was she was living there and then she passed away and then but then again then it was the most amicable split that's that you could was have. my family yeah um, and then at the moment my auntie and uncle their brother and sister are still living in my dad's parents house so once whatever they move on or whatever mm-hmm. then it will be split between them but yeah it's all kind of amicable like it, it, it would be so foreign to us if somebody kind of yelped out and was like I feel like I should get the, you know what I mean that's what it, it, it would be yeah. so weird it's like, same, same with Ray's family you'd just be like huh yeah like they're all they're all so close and they all just kind of get on and they're all very like mm-hmm. chill yeah to a point so it would be if somebody was like hold on now you'd be like sorry pipe <laughs> like wind your neck in <laughs> yeah wind your fucking neck in um, but enough about us well yeah we uh, well Cara our social media manager uh, posed the question to our followers and there was quite a lot of replies quite a lot of long replies on this one so we will get into them after break hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So, listener's story numero uno. I've no idea what happened in my family, but I thought my granddad was dead until I was around nine or ten. He he was never spoken about, and when he did show up, he only had interest in me for a few years, and now he'll walk past me without saying a word. Oh, no. It's shite when it gets taken out on the kid, you know? Yeah. But you could regain that relationship, mate. Well, you might not want to. As I said, you're fucking probably not ours, to be honest. I mean, Mm -hmm. if he's been cruising by you for, you know, a few years. Rude. I have it on do not disturb, but because I have a DM open, it came through. I'm so sorry. Just put it on silent. I'm so sorry. Put it on silent. I have done that. Okay, cool. (laughs) Do you forgive me? Yeah. Now, if this was me, you'd be shooting me dirty looks for the rest of the week. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get a text back. I wouldn't. (laughs) Fuming. See, you know, when she's lying, she puts car cracks on. (laughs) Yeah, go on. Um, My... It's a, it was a scam. Oh, I thought it was Adam. No. Because the way no, he, he seems to always me. know when we're recording. No, no he WhatsApps me now. Or M four E W, Yog, have a missed call. Call H R left P U M message. Oh, sounds um legit. legit. It's from an O eight seven number. Yeah, where are they getting these? F- anyway, anyway, we digress. We digress. Somebody's, somebody dropped a lot of SIM cards. Or just like took a toe full of new SIM cards. I had one the other day. It was called your DPD driver. <laughs> I was like, oh, so, oh yeah. yeah it was like, know. hi, your package. You have to put in your bank details to grab your package, girlfriend. Fucking stupid. Oh, stop! Imagine fucking DPD. Imagine Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, Gary, got, I know. I have Gary's number saved. How dare you try and use his name? <laughs> Uh, all right, girl. Uh, my uncle and his wife split up years ago because he cheated. Their kids were only teenagers at the time and one of them refused to speak to my uncle when they split. We thought it was understandable at the time that she would be that she would have been upset and that she'd be fine after a while, but 15 years later, she's still not speaking to him. Everything Ooh. would be fine until there's a family event on and she'd get pissed off and she'd start hurling abuse at him while Ooh. he'd keep his distance the whole time or else... Uh, she wouldn't show up after promising she'd be there. She even started the abuse at my sister's wedding. Everyone finished with her after not showing up to her grandmother's funeral. Fair enough, being upset about her parents, but not showing up to her grandmother's funeral over her dad's affair was a bit out of order. She's even um goes up to she even sorry goes up to some of mine and my sister's friends and starts going on about how he's the black sheep of the family. I don't know. Would you call this a feud or not? I mean, if it's ongoing that many years, it's that's a feud. a feud. Like this is going to be a bit of a dramatic episode. We probably should have disclaimed that at the start. Like study, study, study. But that is a feud, and I think it is sad, isn't it? I think that's an extreme version of it a is. tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. It is like there is. I mean, I don't think you'd ever get over your your dad cheating. Um, I suppose. Like and we've talked, we've done an episode on cheating, and I've always said there's no excuse for it. We have to remember your parents are also people; they're not yeah, just your parents. They do just exist solely to. We were sold such a lie as we grew up. <laughs> yeah, we thought they were just these Existed. robots that brought us yeah. up, that paid for yeah. shit, that had yeah. your back, that put a roof. ATM taxi fed. driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that. That's all that they were. But they have love affairs. They have. Like they're people. Desires. They're human. Yeah. Like yeah. You kind of have to remember that as well. To think like. Maybe he just wasn't into your ma. Maybe your ma was a bit like the ma was a bit of a bitch, and 
it was the only I'm not excusing his behaviour for cheating, but he's still in You're the just family, trying to give scenarios. So, You're just trying yeah, to be like there's there's So like yeah. I just feel like and then he yeah, it is when when a father I suppose cheats on his wife and he's a father to kids, he he doesn't just cheat on her, he kinda of does turn his back on the whole family. I don't in agree. a sense in a sense he does I don't agree with that do you know no I think like as I get older it's realising things isn't it it's realising <laughs> stuff but I th- it's not so much about like it really sometimes it is a per- as you were saying our parents do not exist to just be our parents mm-hmm. they are individuals at the same time and that uh, like can be a very individual situation where it's just like they, they click off Perhaps, like, breaking your quote-unquote marital vows is never a good thing when no. you committed to be in a monogamous relationship. Kids are obviously a bigger responsibility, but can be also separate to that. Yeah. I, personally, if I were to ever say chi, mm-hmm. I would feel like I was betraying Bobby as well. Well, I think it adds a layer where you're kind of like, you're like I don't want you guys to live through this mm-hmm. but I'm doing me and um, I think that's the problem yeah. I think with a lot of I think that is kind of more the issue where you're like so you're just you're just doing you huh like I don't feel any I don't feel any angrier at a man who has kids as well as a man who has a wife do you get oh, me oh I do oh do you mm-hmm. maybe it'll change if I ever have a sprog yeah I'm not saying that that's the way I feel because I have a child. I'm not saying that's the reason why we have different opinions on it. I just have mm. always thought that. I'm just like, like if you hear of some, a man cheating and you're like, oh, but he's not just with this girl. He's married. That's his wife. And you're like, oh, but they have three kids together. It's like, oh, see, I, for me, that's what it is. See, I think I used to think that. Then I kind of think of it because I'm like, no, scumbag either way. Absolute oh, scumbag. Scumbag. Is. But I do think, it, like you said, it adds layers. Yeah the more people that you're hoarding because you're not just hoarding the wife now at this stage you're hoarding one, two and three kids like whatever the amount um, but I don't like at the same time he, he didn't I, like I, I know I'm after saying that and this sounds hypocritical but he didn't cheat on you he didn't you know what I mean why are you so angry at your dad I think because it's the same as like when you're when somebody cheats on your fa- your friend you're literally like you yeah. are just such a scumbag I don't even know where to I'll go never get with over you it. Yeah. Um, you're the worst you are the worst but that can be I think with that situation in particular I'm like yeah 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 toward the end I was like no 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 do you know what I mean I was like yeah I get it I get it and then it was like the roaring and shouting and the, all that I'm like okay so there's okay now you're just pissing everyone off yeah, like no, now your actions are just yeah. truly but if anyone was to do it it would be the wife not the yeah. dark, like, not that she doesn't have a right to be like to voice up every time she's pissed off about it I would just I think myself in that situation I just would simply ignore mm. like Adam doesn't have a relationship with his dad. Can't stand the fucker. Yeah. Sometimes they do end up in the same room together. He simply won't look at him. Uh, yeah, see, with that you're just kind of like, be an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just simply won't look at him. He won't acknowledge him at all. That's, but that's the way he is. You can be, you can have, you can feel the way you feel and you can have the animosity for the person without like being that much of a, without that, you know, without that kind of like true ignorance. You can just be like, hiya. Doesn't mean you want to chat to them. Doesn't mean you're going to chat to them. Doesn't. 
it's just if you're putting tension on other people I think that's when it becomes an issue it's kind of when you're kind of putting tension on other people but then at the same time I understand it sometimes I don't know I don't know I'm on the fence when I'm I, flippy floppy when I've seen what dad has done I completely understand it and I think it's the best way for him to deal with but I think when you're in a room and everybody not like when you're in, not that that mm, yeah see no because I'm just kind of no, like mm, he shouldn't sorry. have to put away his drama just to like get people do you know just to make everyone else comfortable I don't feel like that's right either I don't know I should add actually now that I think of it because the last time he was in a room with him his dad was kind of off to decide with the people who still actually will put up with him speak to so most of the family aren't that and I'm not I don't want to like be talking about his business or whatever I suppose I'm just trying to yeah, that's what I mean. It's a tough yeah, one. I feel like this episode, this whole thing is... individual, isn't it? It is, because you can kind of read between the lines yeah. See, when you don't need the to. The way that you're saying about the tension, though, Adam, he wouldn't even go to the other side of the room and go, oh, he's a fucking prick. He just simply wouldn't. Ghost. He would absolutely ghost, pretend he's not in the room, wouldn't even talk shit about him behind his back. Just, <laughs> he doesn't, he just literally he means just that little. literally... Yeah. That he's a bit of shit on that chair now. That's that's it. She's but he not. doesn't make anyone else feel awkward about it. That's just good. like we know this us. Yeah, I think that's good. I think yeah. that's 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 important. Yeah. Important. Yeah. Um I've one here, family feuds. My niece went to my mum and dad's for a sleepover one night around four years ago and she's never gone home. My sister, the mother, is in a domestic violence relationship and when she came to pick up my niece the next day she was badly beaten. Obviously, my parents called the guards and did everything they could to help. This was not the first time or the last time that they had tried to help. The guards called social services as my sister wanted to take the kid back to the house with her. She agreed to stay with my parents with the child and signed a document to say if she returned to her partner, my niece would stay with my parents. I've heard of that before. Obviously, she went back out telling anyone and called looking for the child five days later. My mom told her she couldn't take her back because of what she signed. It all went through the courts and my parents now have legal guardianship of her. But this wasn't the end. My sister and her partner went on a spree one night and smashed the windows of both of my parents' cars. All the windows in my house and the window and car of my nanny. Then smashed my granddad's headstone. All because of the custody case. This all went to court as well and he got off with a suspended sentence and she got off scot-free because the glass was only on his clothes. She was driving, he was smashing. They still to this day blame my mom and nie- mom and dad for losing my niece. She now has no contact with my niece after kidnapping her from supervised access and multiple rule breaks. Jesus! Oh, and there's kids involved, like... Oh my God! That is so rough for everybody involved. Everyone. Everyone. Like, I can see the sister's point of view in that you took my kid... That would infuriate anybody. You put your kid in a very dangerous position. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. She doesn't see that. Yeah. She comprehend that. Yeah, that is... So in her head, her sister and her husband or whatever mm-hmm. basically just have to take her kid off for no fucking reason. That's mm. where she's coming from. Yeah, it is. It's. And then obviously the That's... sister and the husband are doing what's best for the child and putting a safe roof over her head and all this sort of thing. So obviously they're... Like from the outside it's they're the ones that are doing the right thing mm-hmm. but they'll never be doing the right thing in the sister's eyes and you're just never gonna really unless if she does serious work on herself mm. or gets away from the fella and mm-hmm. deals with all that trauma gets closure and thinks about it in a few years will she know why it was done it's just shit when you can't like help your sister it's shit when you can't people help people from themselves I think that's yeah. you know it comes up time and time again with like 
domestic violence and obviously addiction too it's it's really tough when you can't like be the person to make them see the light yeah i know and it's and that's all you want to do for them because all, all you want to do is help them out but and also smashing the gravestones you're just like seriously i know there's no need for really obviously a rampage mm-hmm. uh came out eight years ago and my mom and dad the majority of them uh, my mum, dad, and the majority of my dad's side of the family have never accepted it. It's brushed under the carpet, never mentioned. Moved to Liverpool to get away from it and uh, all and met my partner of eight years here. We're getting married in the next two years. My mum has met him twice, but has been very cold with him and my dad hasn't met him at all. My mum's side of the family have been very accepting and adore my partner. We come home a lot to visit and stay with my granny and sister and catch up with my mum's brothers and sisters who have no problem with, quote-unquote, the gays. And then laughy face. Uh, I don't think my mum or dad will really ever accept it um, or come to my wedding, but you know what? I really don't care. Blood does not make you your family. It's the relationships you build that do. Uh, side story, when I first came out, my dad needed a kidney transplant and had the audacity oh, to ask me to donate one of mine. <laughs> I told him no. <laughs> thought you didn't like quote unquote the gays yeah uh, why should I donate a part of my gay self that he can accept <laughs> I love that fucking attitude uh, going through all of this has made me stronger uh, a stronger fiery person who takes no BS I really struggle seeing people being treated like shit um, and then justify it by saying but they're my family stand up for yourself and demand better regardless of who it is sorry another story going into my cousin's wedding in two weeks time back home and me and my partner will be attending my mum and dad dad's side of the family will be attending I cannot wait for the carnage <laughs> uh, going to feel like Love Island new arrival might walk in <laughs> bombshell <laughs> I fucking love it you, should, love you definitely should I love that like side note he also wanted my kidney no you don't get my gay kidney <laughs> yeah walk in in a gimpsy <sighs> yeah do the whole thing do the whole like what you know really anti-gay people think a gay person looks yeah, like. yeah 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 just do it just do it. Be stereotypical. Quote Very unquote. stereotypical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go in, camp as you can. Yeah. Make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Go in with a pride flag wrapped around your yeah. Don't wear anything. Just come in naked. <laughs> just, just do a neck. Just don't wear anything. Make everyone as comfort- as uncomfortable as possible yeah. with every single video. Um, but it is mad. Like, and I was watching a video um, of... I'd say it's so hard. Obviously, I have... It's what they call straight privilege. Um, and I won't know that feeling, but I like I've seen so many videos on TikTok of there was for example a fella the other day and he had done he didn't know his dad. So mm-hmm. we did a DNA test on mm-hmm. Ancestry or whatever, found out who his dad's family were, mm-hmm. um, and then they had done the DNA test as well because the dad was like riding around and stuff, so they were like, Oh, I wonder who you know, and then yeah. they match if their DNA matches, it's like a Tinder type of thing, it matches mm-hmm. you with your family members. Mm. So um, he was like, that was good that I found like somebody who matched me, but I had to come out again. He says, yeah. and I was given up. I was given into an adoptive family and my adoptive family didn't take well when I came out. Then I found out some of my real family members and they were totally accepting of me. But then this was the tour time that I would have had to come out. And he was like, it's just so fucking it's hard when it's family. It's really tiring. Yeah. That's very 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 tiring yeah it's so hard when family don't accept like anything. you yeah for yeah. who we are like yeah that is um i hate that like the black sheep of the family that sort of stuff as well it's like fuck off 
let me be me. Yeah. In peace. Uh, next one here. My neighbor's mother died recently and the mother left my neighbor at the house as she was her main carer despite her two sons, my neighbor's brothers, living there. Sons were having none of it as they lived there and they felt like it should be their house more than my neighbor's. So they changed all the locks when my neighbor tried to do a parts of the house. So Da Vinci Code just had to crack that one. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the granny died, left it to the daughter and not the brothers. Yeah. So the brothers are having none of it. So they changed the locks because they were living there. Mm-hmm. So the daughter was trying to do up the gaff and do whatever. And they were like, nah, bar sister, we're doing me bits yeah. and bobs. Yeah, so that's... That's the, what we make of it anyway. That's what I make of it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, also a woman I know was diagnosed with cancer and her husband and his side of the family went around the parish saying that she had two months to live, was so terminal, nothing could be done, etc, etc, before she'd even been tested to see what stage the cancer was at. Turns out it's the most treatable cancer there is and she got the all clear last week. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. They had her dead and buried. They had her dead and buried, and, and it the, turned out that it was very treatable. And the will got. <laughs> the will got. <laughs> they, they figured out. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, like the whole inheritance and like property thing. It's just so fucking. I feel like the communication needs to be set. Set. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because even my mum said the other day, she was just like, like I know I'm not on death's door around like that, but I really need to sort out my will just mm. so that it's in place. Yeah. Do you know? And so that we can communicate that. Yeah. Properly. Yeah. Do you know? Because it, at the end of the day, it's down to the person who passes away. It's not, no matter how much fighting you do. Them the executor. Them the executor. Yeah. Like it doesn't fucking matter who looked after her more. Yeah. It's our favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tough shit. Tough titties. Sadie did fuck off her granny, but Sadie was granny's favourite. <laughs> and you just have to fucking like... Get on with it, right? Yeah. Why were, but I'm also like, why are we waiting on this inheritance? Why are we waiting on the tragedy of yeah. somebody close to you passing this away? This is what I'm saying. Is it a great thing? It has to be a great thing. Yeah, there is... I think No, I think because sometimes people can pass away and then you're just like, what the fuck? And then it's like, oh... You know, you'll have like the really powerful brother come in and try and take everything and you're like, no, 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 you can fuck off with that because she would have hated that or they would have hated that. Yeah. Do you know? It's like, that's not how they would have had it. Mm-hmm. But I think um, nowadays to buy a house, you have to have a will sorted out, some kind of will. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That could be an absolute rumour, but as far as I was aware, I'm pretty sure my friends told me that. Right. Like they had to do a will when they bought their house. Yeah, it makes sense. Unless they just recommend you do, which I think does. I think it makes sense to just, because then you're just kind of like, if I die, they have it. If I, you know. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, uh, Hey, guys, just something in general about family feuds. I'm not sure what it is about my parents' generation, late 50s, early 60s, but I know lots of others too, and they always seem to fall out over the most Irish things like land, property, yeah. or he said, she said situations. And every single time it takes somebody dying or getting sick to make them get back talking. I think uh, it must be a pride thing or stubbornness or something, but it makes me appreciate that my own age circle and even my siblings are much more assertive in dealing with things like properly. Yeah, I, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I like we said mm-hmm. that the, the only kind of th- feud type of things it's mostly about land. Yeah, and stuff and like inheritance that. and shit like that and uh, uh, unfaithfulness. Mm. That seems to be like the main trigger. Yeah. Points, but sure we'll we'll continue on, we'll see if there's more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh don't know if this is late to the game, but it's literally happening right now. 
Long story short, my uncle cheated on his wife years ago, left her for the other woman. They're now married with four more kids. Mm -hmm. His kids from his first marriage didn't know he had cheated. Now they're 22 and 19. I didn't know that they didn't know and I let it slip. Oh, fuck. All kind of drama is ensuing today as tensions between them are already bad and I've just caused an entire war completely unintentionally. Well, you weren't to know, but was that your mum or your dad gossiping to you? Do you know? You weren't to know. You didn't know. That you they didn't, didn't know. know. You thought that they knew. Why would you know, know when you, they don't know? Yeah, exactly. That's what I would think. Very strange. <laughs> I don't know. You're like, I didn't know. And I'm just going to let it slip there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sauce. Whoops. <laughs> I left a face on you. Yeah. Can't wait till we have visual. I know. Sauce. Cool. Um, my dad and my uncle don't talk. So my uncle used to drink drive out to his house and smash his windows. And my dad would smash his face up every time he seen him. Okay, second part. This is a family feud ongoing for years over land and the land. <laughs> yeah. The family fights are over land. My auntie uh, is forty and my mum is forty three. They don't talk about talk anymore after being besties for years because a guy my auntie fancied my mum and, and kept saying, "Wow, I can't believe you two are sisters." And my auntie for jealous. <laughs> my auntie. I'm gonna try and make this out the best I can. And my auntie for jealous and my mum kept riling her up. Childish. <laughs> Childish. Childish. That's quite funny. Yeah. That is, like, not quite funny, but I imagine you'd be like, why don't you just keep saying? Well, they don't talk anymore. That's actually not that good. No, that's not good. But you know, when you're just like, what a, what a reason. Yeah. What an interesting little ditty. Yeah. Childish. I, I think that they will, like what that other girl said as well is very true. You do kind of, when there's somebody is sick or something serious mm-hmm. is happening, it, it does bring people together. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a movie. You know, and they're all after having yeah, a spat like, and then some, like the dog has a fit. Yeah, they're like, oh, they just forget their not Marley. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I feel it. Uh, my uncle committed bigamy with a Thai lady and had a little baby with her. He had an Irish wife and four kids here. He was flying back and forth to Thailand for business purposes and this is where they met. His brother in brackets business partner knew about it all and when they fell out for business reasons his brother told his Irish wife everything what's worse is his side of the family were all invited to the wedding in Thailand all expenses paid and they all knew and didn't tell his Irish wife anything about it fucking nuts carry on oh my god <laughs> imagine we say nothing bigamy is again sorry. when you have two wives or more than two. Let me just let me just real quick. Cause this is gonna be like a, the offense of marrying someone while already married to another person. Yeah, yeah okay. two wives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, without the knowledge of the other person, yeah, yeah. because there's another one yeah, for yeah, multiple yeah. marriages. Oh yeah, that's um polygamy. Polygamy. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Still but also, pol- that's not legal in a lot of places. So no. Uh, hilarious. Well, not hilarious, but not hilarious, but bizarre. just absolutely bizarre. Yeah, just like how did you? Why now? It's the two lives for me. Who was I? There was somebody else. Was it like one of my friend's mums was telling me about someone came to the door and it turned out that it was this other family. Do you know, it was like a wife of, it, the, the, the husband passed away and this woman arrived at the door being like, oh, so I've been married to him and I have three kids by him. And then there was another one as well. Like I've heard of that before. Fuck. Yeah, I have heard of that before and it's like, how did you not know? Where did you get the time? What did you do? And I think it was like he was like a, like not a truck driver, but he was something that he'd have a time away. Long haul. Yeah. 
like time away. Yeah. But then you would be so. This is another, like you would be surprised because when I used to travel for work all of the time, I'd be in hotels constantly and you know the way you'd be like be mad easy to have an affair right now yes (laughs) yeah you'd be like night babe yeah I love you Mm." (laughs) yeah you'd be like be mad easy Mm. or you'd be surprised how easy sometimes it can be you can just be like yeah working late Mm. going to an event you know if you were in one of those kind of companies who has stuff like that that goes on yeah You'd be like, oh, I'm just going to work late. Oh, I'm just going to pop over to this event. I oh, I have to go down to Cork tonight to do the, the meetings. Oh. <laughs> all of the business. All of the businesses. Um, I'd say an awful lot of people got caught out with the lockdown. Yeah, caught rapid. Caught rapid. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. Especially the people living two lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, what are you going to blame it on now? Who, which wife are you going to stay with? Yeah. Who are you actually going to blame it on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I'd love to know. I I love yeah. There's a couple of situations I'd love to know more about. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Just seen the start of this, and I want to just double check my facts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> this is you'll know what I mean when I say the fourth sentence. Made my communion this year. Oh, what? And managed to turn it into a disaster for my mum. I'm like. Are you old enough to listen to us? So I had lost my two front teeth. Are they old enough to listen? I don't think. Hang on. What? Let me just have a look. No, this girl has a child. I think she's talking about this particular year. Sorry. <laughs> I digress. Why is she saying this year? I, I think it was probably on this year. We'll see. That's the story. Go. I'll read it. <laughs> We're risk takers. Where are we taking? Where is this going? <laughs> right, so let's start again. My made my communion this year and managed to turn it into a disaster for my mum. So I lost my two front teeth and they hadn't begun to grow back on my big day, but I made... But I went and made it a million times worse for her. I wear glasses and at the time... Here we go. There's the first throwback at the time. Um, and at the time... <laughs> I had a really horrendously bad torn on my eyes. So every time I took my glasses off, that pupil shot straight in. (laughs) To have a look at my glasses and was so happy when my mum wasn't there for my professional photos in school and I acted the rebel told the photographer I wanted to take my glasses off now when I say <laughs> I still remember my mum's face the day I brought home the pictures from school the blood drained from her face at the horror she was looking at which was a goofy cocky eyed mess thankfully she hated them so much she didn't want to buy them so I have the embarrassing evidence to live with no, it's an entertaining story. <laughs> Fucking absolutely. Not a family feud. But I can see why your mum was annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the description. Fucking That's what I mean. It wasn't like... It wasn't, no. Like, it was the it, description. It totally the way, not yeah. funny, but like... Yeah, yeah exactly. It, is, that, is that a turn in the eye? A turn in the eye, yeah. I think a lazy eye is described as a, an it eye drifts. that goes out. yeah. yeah. Um, and a torn in the eyes when it goes in. Oh. I'm just had to figure that out now. Oh. 
Yeah. Can you confirm it that? It makes more sense. It does make... No. Well, I turned in the eye. I thought you could kind of be any... Okay. Difference between... Let me Google it. Difference. We're learning today, lads. Is the lazy eye a, 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 the correct... No, I don't think so. I'd say there's an actual Latin. No, but that's not offensive. No, it's not offensive, no. But, no, that's what they're asking you. <laughs> no, but that's what they're called. That's yeah. what they're referred to yeah. in modern yeah. society. A uh, difference between lazy and turned turn eye. Yeah. Very so you can get active on Google, girlies, yeah. today. You can get surgery for it, don't you? Uh, most people automatically use the term lazy eye when an eye crosses or turns outward. Uh, as stated above, an eye that moves on its own is a sign of um, amblyopia, or lazy eye. Um, but strabismus is a condition that one or both eye turn inwards. So there is a difference. Lazy eyes outwards. And then turn the eyes yeah, in. Yeah, well, I mean, big complicated words, Latin terminology. Yeah, but no, it's like the club foot versus, I think it's called, tra- oh, I had it one of the times. How much you Google it for you? Yeah, I learned it when they were talking about uh, Hugo from Love Island. Oh. I learned the I official term that. for it. No, I never noticed it either. No. But they kept banging on being like, Love Island's for us disabled. Ah, stop. Um, contestant. It's, that's, no, that's not. Stop trying to act like you're doing something. Love yeah, Island. exactly. I'm like, we asked you. Yes. No. Okay. okay. This is not being diverse. This is not representation. No. Absolutely well, not. it is to a point, but it's it's not like you could do more. You could do you, a lot more here. You could do an awful lot more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And ages ago. Yeah. Uh, club foot, also called telepaze. Yeah. Telepaze is where a baby is born with a foot or feet that turn in and under. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. There's a, your facts. A turn of the leg. There's your Ex girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to message here on family feuds all over religion. My mother is a Jehovah's Witness, cult extraordinaire. <laughs> I love that in brackets. Wow. Cult extraordinaire. Uh, brought me up as one until I got out as soon as I was 18. Fast forward to me getting married at age 32. My mum would not come to the wedding ceremony as I was getting married in a Catholic church. She said she would compromise and come to the reception. I said, no way. Ceremony is most important part of the day. All or nothing from you. I like the one. You were like, no, you can do it all. Yeah. Or you can do none. Um... Prior to my wedding, my mother had been to several church weddings of cousins, has tried to make contact, especially when I had my two children, but I feel what she did was unforgivable and I couldn't trust her with my kids as she would be preaching religion to them. Mm. She still sends me leaflets and texts about me going back to that religion and she would see it as her duty to preach to my kids. Obviously heartbreaking over the years and then my six-year-old is starting to ask about my mummy like as in mm-hmm. yeah uh, just to say my parents divorced when I was very young my dad passed away when I was 22 he was hugely anti that religion oh wow so did her mom convert later maybe no because she said I got out as soon as I was 18 no her mom. like if she was married to somebody who was very anti Jehovah's Witness but maybe she just preached to the kids you wouldn't marry somebody who wasn't a Jehovah's Witness. That's what I mean. Like, did she come? But she said, later? "Brought me up as one until I got out as soon as I was eighteen. But her dad passed away at twenty-two, so the dad was very oh. not into it. So it must have just been one of those. Yeah, it's weird. Un. It is odd. Uh, yeah. But that is, to be honest, I think you're right in that situation. Just from the top line, mm-hmm. you don't want your kids to be around that. Um, and if your mum had been, if your mum was like totally anti-church not going blah 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 like was that her last ditch attempt to get you to try and do which is a different which is so fucking weird which is just fucked up of her to do do you know yeah this is like as a side point and it's we know how I feel about religion but 
I feel like if you, I feel like there should be a fucking obligatory, like, I don't know, it should be obligatory that you don't try and, like, put your beliefs out onto others. Like, if you have a belief, keep, like, you live by that, that's fine. But don't be taken out on other people. I think it could be hard when you raised, I think for parents there can be possession a lot of the times. Mm. And it's like, I'm your mum, so therefore you'll do what I, I mean, say. But if you've it. just rocked the cousin's fucking weddings, I'm sorry, no. I'd be like, no, because you clearly don't have a, mm. like, deep, a problem, di- like a, a problem with it for certain people. But you have a problem with it when it comes to me. But I was never going to do things your way, so why are you, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you making yourself sh- upset? Yeah, don't be not showing up to your daughter's wedding. Yeah. Because of your... Don't be trying to be like, I'm not going to go to the church, I'll come to the ceremony. I'd be like, no, fuck... Or I'd come to the afters. I'd be like, no, you may come to everything. Mm-hmm. Or you may not come at all. I mean, put your discomfort into a basket. You've been able to do it for my cousins. Yeah. I wouldn't be into that at all. No, I think you're... Do- I think you're right for the way they handled it. Because I think... Imagine if she was minding your kids. I think it's tough that they don't have a relationship. But at what cost to you? You're their parent at the end of the day. Well, I mean, if she can't see... Like she can't she, keep her mouth shut. No, not that she can't keep her mouth shut, but if she can't pull her relationship, she knows that's the reason why she doesn't have a relationship with her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. If she can't see the importance of that, if she sees her religion being more important than that, then I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah. You're you're dealing with a couple of different things there. Yeah. But again, that's what I mean. You're their, you're their parent. You're there mm-hmm. 24-7. You're there... Well, you know. I was going to say, though, like, you do see it every single day. Like, you see people my age having kids and getting them christened and they haven't set foot in a church in fucking years. They have to do classes to get their child baptised. They have to do classes to get married because they don't attend the church enough. That'd be me. Do you know? If you want to get married in a church, you have mm. to do all of this. Now, maybe you have to do it regardless, but I just know of so many people who don't attend church having to do this mm-hmm. because they they don't go to the church enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's basically the priest saying, well, if you want to get married here, you're going to have to come here. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of... That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, their kid just gets brought into the same religion. But it feels like just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not preaching here. Like, I I didn't get Bobby christened and I won't be. And he can do whatever he... And I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody for doing that. I just don't... I think it's easier to not do that. I think it's easier to not christen them than to christen them. And be like, oh, it's crap. Like, we just... It's just what we do. Do you know? Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like yeah. more hassle for an easier life. If you get yeah, yeah, I get you. You're kind of like, at, at whose expense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get you. It's so weird. I don't, I don't know. Um, we're coming up to the armrack. Mm-hmm. I have one juicy. Okay. A little juice, juice, juicy, juicy, mm-hmm. juice. Uh, my relationship with my parents has always been strained. My wedding gave them a chance to shine. I, lo- I love the way it's just like, yeah. here we go. We'd only begun wedding planning when they decided our venue was too far, one hour drive, and the local hotel would do us. Their words, not ours. I've never been close with my sister. She is a lot like my parents and I didn't want her to be bridesmaid but would include her in other ways. My parents called and said if we didn't have her as part of the wedding they wouldn't go and neither would the rest of the family. I explained I didn't feel comfortable with her as my bridesmaid but I had planned to include all the family in the ceremony but needed to check what we planned would be okay before we told anyone. I explained how hurtful it was to threaten not to come to our wedding and they continued to use this as a threat a further three times. We needed to confirm our numbers with the venue and ask them to confirm if they would attend and they couldn't give us an answer. Now they're acting like we don't want them there despite sending invites and never indicating that we didn't. 
They never acknowledged receiving the invites aside from wondering who we had invited and asking to add guests onto the list. None of the family acknowledged the invites and when we postponed due to COVID, we got no response. The sister I didn't want to be bridesmaid disinvited us to her baby's christening and has since had another baby that we were only told about by a family friend. It's been months. My parents have not mentioned the baby once in any conversation. It's a very strange situation as we are still waiting to get married and it's not over yet. We have put off telling them the new date as my other sister that I have chosen to be my bridesmaid decided to go no contact after her own incidents with them and they were trying to get access to her kids and had planned to go to court at the same time as our original wedding date. I'm looking forward to our wedding and starting a new chapter without them and I'm glad COVID gave us all this time to heal. Their behaviour is unbelievable and shows there's no lines that they won't cross. I've seen how things go for my sister and I know that things won't improve as she has spent years trying to appease to them but gave up for her own sake and her children's sake. I get that weddings bring out the worst in families but this is not an isolated incident. It's been years of manipulation and emotional abuse. Jesus. Yo. You're better off without them. You found, you found your way forward though and for that... Yeah. Congrats. Well done you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, the frustrating thing is when you're dealing with people like that, you know if you cut ties, you're going to be made out to be the fucking bad guy, like. Which is very frustrating and infuriating because they're the type of people who would fucking talk about you on the road to the neighbour because, like, they don't give a shit about the door. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's so weird. I know a few people like that as well. I know of a family... I was like, the parents just don't acknowledge that they have a son. Yeah. And they're like, they make shit up. Yeah. So weird. Hey, what are you doing there, sir? Yeah, and like yeah. would three, like, a, a, a girlfriend of another son better than their own son? Yeah. I, like, I and then questions. pick and choose between grandchildren. I have questions. And so I have questions. So strange. Uh, have you mm. got an unpopular opinion of the week? I don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> you come up with one. I will. Will. Sure, you have to. <laughs> I've won, but it's very controversial. Okay, let's do the jingle. Okay. This is really controversial and it's not going to go down well. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't care. <laughs> right. At the same time. Um, adult males following football. Adult males? Following football. Okay. Like male adults. Adult yeah. males following football. Adam. It's cringe. Following football? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Tom, I love you. <laughs> Why? It's like I think what right like what made me write this was um the Euros okay. and how embarrassing everything got. Like at Wembley and stuff. Oh I was like Yeah, you're just yeah. kind of like you just oh oh god. Oh my god. And I just kind of was like, that's just such a I don't know. I just, I think also a little bit like when they get real into like calling the the surnames of the players and mm. I don't know. It's just very to me. I'm just kind of like a bit cringe. I feel like there's a bit cringe. <laughs> bit cringe. Bit cringe. I feel like I have said this to Adam before mm-hmm. because he would literally 
call off plans if there was a match on. Yeah. And I'm like, it's it's a literal game. It's like be. I I love that they enjoy it. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, I like the way that they enjoy it, but enjoy it a normal amount, please. I enjoy it a nice amount. If Adam enjoyed it a normal amount, I'd probably enjoy it a normal amount with him. Yeah. But I. No, I wouldn't. But anyway. Like no, in fairness, like God, I I don't mind. Like back in the days before we had a kid. And, like, you'd go and watch Champions League finals in the pub or whatever when that was a thing. That that was exciting. And I you could go sit with them. I could sit with them and I could, I could see why they were passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does bring people together and it is, it's kind of an event, even though at the end of the day, it's a few blokes kicking a fucking football yeah. around the field and they're all diving on each other just to get penalties. Like, there's, look at the difference between rugby and soccer. Anyway. I digress I have said to Adam before how are you letting football alter your life decisions like why are you cancelling plans or telling me no we can't do it on that day because it's a match on look look mine is why are you letting football alter your mood alter that but then I am like I was in a very bad way about Love Island last week, do you know? Yeah. So then there is that too. But then I'm like, that's because I just saw like the worst like oh, play out in front of me. Do you know what I mean? It's because you see like things play out in front of you. Um, and that's really tough. I actually want to talk a little bit about that on our Patreon episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's just kind of, look, it's a blanket statement. It's one I'll probably have fucking hung over my head for quite a bit of time. But I just, I do. There's just something about it that's just a bit cringe. Like if I was on a date with a guy and he was like mad into football, I'd be like... Um, good to see you, Josh. Hopefully, <coughs> never again. Right. Okay. It would be a bit of a red flag for me. What? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Okay. I th- I just you know I think it can be a personality crutch sometimes. Just personal opinion. <laughs> okay. Personal opinion. You oh. know. I don't know. There's just something about it. It's cringe to me. Okay. Uh, have you got Stanford week? Uh, I will find one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, bad. Next week we're going to blow your fucking mind. Wait, we have plans. We have plans. We won't say anything else, but we have plans. Oh, I actually have one right here. Okay, let's do the jingle. Carla's Stomper of the Week. This one is called uh, Never Letting Go. Okay. And it's by uh, Zach Samuel, Moon, Willis and Taya. Taya, ah, I Taya. Like uh, do you? Mm. I don't know this person. I like her. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, does she have other good songs? Yeah. Cool. Can't, can't wait come to fucking name you. Yeah, but you, you, you see her and you're I like, know I know like that, that I like that name. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, this one, Summer Stomper. Okay. A very vibey, very summer, very like getting ready, very like boohoo.com. Do you know that kind of like very yeah. buzzy, good tune? Is it like Deep House? Upper tune. Um, no, it's kind of more tropical vibe. Oh, I like It's kind of more like. Oh, it's got a cool um like drop. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. It's got like a little bongo y kind of Oh bongos. Few situation. Bangos. Very tropical. Few little bongos. Right, we're gonna wrap up here. Uh thanks so much for all your input. Um we're gonna continue this on the Insta during the week or Yeah, I'll post a few. Um yeah. I'll post as much as I can mm-hmm. with She's, with my yeah. ongoing depression. So yes. <laughs> and her very little motivation um, but yeah follow us on Insta the links will be in the description of this episode and we're going to go and do our Patreon now we're about to start a new series we're so starting a new series we're excited about the new series we're excited see so all you excited. new people over there yeah so see you then bye bye